gentlemen, welcome to What the Fuck Fights, brought to you by Salty Noisy Entertainment, the mermaid, Salty Mermaid Noisy. That has to be our new name, Salty Noisy Mermaid. Yeah, okay. a little context, uh, Jen was cracking up during the intro of the song. I don't know she, why. She always makes a noise. I, True. <laughs> I was holding it together and it like squeaked out. And I got she in trouble. leaned back in her chair and was like, <laughs> and then she looked at all of us like busted and then busted out laughing. Okay. Cool. Um, welcome to the show. I'm Jen Scott Pickett. I'm sitting here with Chase Salt Pickett. And Anonymous Adam. And what the fuck is what the fuck fights? It is a fun competition to see which one of us can come up with the craziest, funniest stuff from the internet. In regular life, Chase is my partner, but on this show, he is my nemesis opponent. Each week, we have a new theme, and Anonymous Adam is both our referee and our judge. You Help can me. follow us on Instagram if you ever want to vote against Adam's choice, or if you want to see pictures or more information about the podcast episode. You can also follow us at TikTok at Salty Mermaid ENT. If you like the show, please subscribe and um, leave a five star review. Good job. Somebody hey, did their shit, homework. Hey. Shit. What do you even do here? <laughs> I take um, up space. <laughs> You're doing a great job. Yeah. Um, he also produces the episode. It's a large oh, joke. Yeah. Whatever. You're uh, doing great at taking up all that space. <laughs> you all right. <laughs> okay. Stay tuned until the end of the show to hear any other relevant announcements. I'm going to turn it over to Anonymous Adam. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the weigh-in. Mm. Oh, this week's imagine theme. us doing the weigh-in after your fat joke at me. Yeah, okay. 100, yeah 100%. here we go. Um, I, you're going to hate me, but I already forgot what uh, what I was supposed to say. <laughs> Are you, I thought that's why you were laughing because um, our I said that this podcast every week I say it's a fun competition and this week's theme is fun competitions that are so, weird yes. and I totally nailed it um, <laughs> it's uh, the craziest competitions you didn't know existed or you've never, never heard of that you've never yeah. heard of we yeah. totally are prepared before every show so. <laughs> she was like you got that right and I said yeah 100% and then immediately forgot and then me correcting you I fucked it up so welcome to the show now we're Hi. talking about how I was irrelevant okay <laughs> yeah yeah. I didn't say you weren't the only one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you hinted hard. <laughs> okay. Out of mm. these uh, competitions, what do you got, Jen? Okay. So um, I will say this. We did this based oh, on- got to preface something. I, I always do. I always have extra information. So this was Chase's idea. So this show is going to be about murder for her. <laughs> you already know this. The murder Who can sports? kill the most people? Yeah. Um, okay. So um, it is the Olympics right now going on. So Chase had the idea that we should do like some like something related to that, something like sporting world or something. But honestly, we were talking about it. We're like, I don't know if there's going to be enough stuff out there. But the truth is, there was too much stuff. So really? we sh much I struggled so material. hard. To it narrow it down, um, we literally probably will come back and do a second episode on this theme because there's so much good material. So, yeah. okay. But for this week, I narrowed it down to um, the food fight that is controversial for being too violent. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, um, yeah. It's got a I, fork. Um, I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna. No silverware. <laughs> that that would actually be pretty terrible. Um, I'm gonna talk about something that's like 
arm wrestling, but way worse um, okay. and grosser. <laughs> no, not penises. I know this way both win. Wow, I immediately yeah. thought dick wrestling, yeah. and I'm just, I'm sorry. You uh, know like me so well. SpongeBob, cartoonish <laughs> dick wrestling. Yep. And I'm going to talk about the competition that only Southerners will really appreciate because we're talking about grits. Oh, of course, Ooh. grits. <laughs> talking about grits. Um, and if we have time, I want to talk about one more that has uh, something I feel like I'd be good at because I have lately developed some anger problems and I want to throw shit. So sure. I feel like I could be good at this. Right. Things. There was yes. a lot of throwing unexpected household things. Throwing uh, competitions out yeah. there. there. There's a lot. Maybe after that one, I'll rattle off a few. I don't know. Let's save it for the second one. Mm. If y'all enjoy this. Is that what happened to the old Keurig? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I missed that thing. Yeah. It's beautiful. So for mine uh, this week, I have a household chore that has turned into a more extreme outlet competition for people. Extreme sweeping? Yes, <laughs> basically. I have an everyday sport that you know about that I I uh, may or may not partake in that also involves a little bit more. Not just bronze, but a little bit of brains as well. Oh, so I could win this. No. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, I have... I have one... I, I don't even know how to, I can't even, how do I hit it, this one? Okay. Um, you know what? I'm just going to move past <laughs> Okay. <laughs> what kind of teaser is that? I'm so sorry. And um, there's another competition that there's only one special way in this little village to ward off evil spirits. And it's mm. turned into a competition um, that has been going on for now centuries. So. Ghostbusting? No. <laughs> even though there is a Ghostbusters movie coming out in November. Yeah, the there new is. one, the yes. kid one. What? With the yeah. guy from Stranger Things, right? It does, yeah. It's called the uh, Afterlife, I think. What is this is? You should yeah. uh, go to YouTube. We are the official sponsor of the <laughs> YouTube, <laughs> YouTube Ghostbusters yeah. movie. They reached out to us. Very incredible. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, okay. Um, actually, I want to announce to everyone who cares, which is exactly zero people, um, nice. we finally watched one of the movies, the three of us said we were going to watch together. Oh, yeah. And it was terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> but it was a great experience. We watched Urban Legends, finally. So, um, highly recommend that you go look up that episode because now it's on my brain. Yeah. Again. Yes. And, um, and for mentioning weird things, if you listen to the Wild West episode from a long time ago, oh, yeah. watch a show on Netflix over the weekend that referenced, if you watch the show, or excuse me, listen to the show, that was uh, the mummy that turned out to be a real dead person. Mm -hmm. And that dead oh. person that was in the um, the attractions that was going through fun houses and yeah. stuff actually scared a kid that built a character off of it that is your today's uh, Skeletor yeah. out of He-Man. What? Do you he was inspired that? Yeah. by the dead body. Remember, do you remember that episode? Yeah. Crazy. yeah. So for those who didn't listen to the episode, yeah, there was, um, you know, in a fun house where dead bodies are kind of like part of the props. And people were using it as a prop because they didn't know that the body was real. Yeah. 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 And it's so from the Wild West episode. Yeah. So yeah, go look that up. Okay. Cool. Meow. Meow. Uh -huh. All right. Yes. Now what? Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the main event. <laughs> to my right in the early man corner, he was found frozen solid in a block of ice 50 years ago by a group of explorers. <laughs> Their biggest regret was teaching him how to speak. <laughs> he puts the unga in bunga, the Captain Caveman himself, Chase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> unga bunga, unga bunga. Yes. Okay. Do that for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> okay. 
And to my left in the bargain corner, just like Ariel, who traded her voice for true love, Jin once tried to trade me for a half box of Chardonnay. She hails from seas even saltier than her mashed potato recipe. It's Jin! You're never going to let the mashed potato thing go. No. You delivered you did it perfectly. twice. I did not do it twice. Okay. Actually, I, in Adam's mm. life, you did. I didn't do it. The second time was literally just a pack of mashed potatoes. I did nothing to it. All he knows you made them. And it was too salty. You cried over that. Okay, let me just explain to our poor audience. I don't think they need to hear the mashed potato stories. Yes, they do. Here's the truth. When I was a kid, I was doing a home ec class. And by home ec, I mean my parents made me do chores. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's called having chores at school, after school. Um, So. They made me make dinner one night, and I made mashed potatoes that were too salty. It was an accident. Well, Adam, to this day, has this image of me doing this as an adult. I'm trying to explain to him. I was like 11 when And then he actually tries it. He's like, you know what? I'm going to trust her. She's an adult now. She has a family. She's had children. I'm free now to enjoy her mashed potatoes. And deceived was he. Okay, that's it, a different look, story. Look, it's not my fault you couldn't read the back of the packet and read the sodium. You know what? Make your own stupid potatoes. <laughs> I will. Great. It'll be awesome. Okay. <laughs> well, Jen, do you want to continue with uh, a want, story for the listening yeah, audience? Yeah, I'm going to um, – yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. Um, speaking of food, let's just go ahead and talk about that one. So this Neat. is actually two different competitions, but I feel like they fall under a similar – Oh, enough. here we go. She brings Listen, 20 to the show. They're, they're both about oranges. Oh. Also, oh. do I pronounce orange correctly? Because people make fun of me for the way I say it. I used to say oranges or oranges. Ladies and gentlemen, oranges. please go oranges. to Salty oranges. Mermaid Instagram and let us know. Orange. Is Jen saying orange correctly? I think I'm saying it right now, orange. But the way I naturally want to say it, people make fun of me for. This is going to be orange. the orange episode. I say orange. 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 <laughs> I don't know. Now I can't do, do it. you say egg? <laughs> you Malk? know what? My mom's going to kill me. She probably won't listen to this episode. Malk. Knock on wood. But she says apples or something. Apples. Uh, I ate some apples. I don't know. It sounds like it sounds like Apples and bananas. Okay. So there is a place um, in the UK called Totnes. And they have an orange race. And my favorite part about this is that the way it was inspired is there is a guy, Sir Francis Drake. He's famous for many things. He helped defeat the Spanish Armada. He brought the potato to England. But this is the thing that he created accidentally. Now, there's a few different rumors about how the story went. But supposedly back in the time when like oranges at you know, were considered more, what's the word, exotic, I mm, guess, sure, you know, they're sure. like yeah. 1700s Yeah, when they weren't something. in Florida, of course. Right. Well, this is UK. So they didn't have access to, you know, tropical things as well, I guess. Anyway, there's a big deal. He bumped into this delivery kid who had a basket of oranges and the oranges went flying down the hill and everybody's like, oh my God, oranges, free oranges. <laughs> <laughs> People were stabbing each other in the street for their oranges. Basically. Um, so ever since then, now on the third Tuesday of every, um, in every month, every fucking August, on a Tuesday, they have crowds gathered to watch participants chase their juicy citrus fruits down the high street. How does one win? <laughs> okay, I'm going to put the links for all the extra details because most of these I'll be reading basically verbatim from the articles. But competitors cannot carry their orange. They can, however, kick, throw, or roll it to get ahead. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. At the only thing that matters is that you cross 
with an orange. It doesn't have to be your original orange because there's no way for them to keep on. Oh, so you could <laughs> take out somebody. <laughs> you clearly have the fastest orange. Right. <laughs> Poor Ted never made it down the hill. Yeah. It says, you're wondering how judges tell the oranges apart. They don't. The rule, is, the rule is simply that the first person to cross the finish line with an intact orange wins. So if oh. you smash yours, mm. you got to steal somebody else's, I guess. Winners get trophies and the satisfaction that they can run faster than a piece of fruit. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Um, this one is a little more in-depth. This one... <laughs> Bragging rights. <laughs> Look, it's I Adam. Can... <laughs> He's the one who won this last year's orange race. I was standing there with the rotten orange that won me the last race. <laughs> Bow to your king! <laughs> okay. I'm um, the citrus Caesar. <laughs> I want you to have that engraved on something. Oh my God. I want to have an actual orange race. That would be a funny video. It would be amazing. We have a steep driveway. We should do it. Yes. We would, but it also goes (laughs) off an embankment. Yeah, it'd be better. (laughs) And knowing me and you, we're dedicated. Oh my God. I'm writing it down. We're doing this One of us is going over. We're having an Uh, orange race. Video (laughs) orange race. It's on my list. Is there anywhere softer we can go? It's not concrete. You know what? There's a park nearby that's possibly going to work okay so the other thing that is related to oranges is a battle of the oranges mm. and this is in italy it's a reenactment of 12th century skirmish and basically it's just a huge food fight but it is criticized because it really does get violent and like people um always leave with like you know bruises and cuts and things like that they end up using 500,000 pounds of oranges and oh it lasts God. for three days i want to show you a picture this, I want to know who fucking cleans this up because look at this picture. The stickiness. It's just orange. Oh, man. <laughs> the town is covered like, in fucking oranges. For those first couple of days, like, you know, Ew, a look nice at that. orangey citrus scent. You yeah. Know, right? Yeah. The but then you after throw, oh, that. The rot. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So each year in the days preceding Fat Tuesday, townspeople divide up into nine different. It's very in depth. Did you call it Fat Tuesday? Yes. Fat Tuesday is. Um, it has to do with Mardi Gras, right? I have yes. no idea. So, and also... Uh, um, Lent or something? Yes, yes. Yeah. So the idea is, if I'm correct about this, is that like Wednesday is when they start their like whatever 40 days of whatever giving up something. Mm. So Fat Tuesday is the day that you eat whatever. Uh, so kind of like stock up or whatever. So, I see. Yeah. So over the course of the next three days leading up to the holiday, men, women, and children hurl oranges at each other attempting to, quote, kill the other teams. <laughs> Although the origins are historically it's like unclear, with fruit. yes, most people know the tale of the evil marquis. Is that how you pronounce that? Marquis, yeah. yeah, who attempted to rape a young woman in the town, but was instead decapitated by the woman. In the aftermath of the death, the townspeople stormed his place in revolt. In this revolt, which is symbolized by the Battle of the Oranges, it is this revolt that is symbolized. To add a certain level of authenticity to the event, a young woman is chosen from the town. Like, how do you audition for that, right? <laughs> the Orange Queen. <laughs> right? And, like, do you, like, practice the decapitation? Like, is that part of it? Like, does everybody throw oranges at his head? I hope she's going to wear, like, an orange suit. <laughs> Just her little legs and her little head. Like, with, like, a little cap. With a stem. Like, the fruit of the loom. Yes, Squeeze me for sustenance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I will put the links. Um, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this, but if you go to saltymermaidentertainment.com, we will also have blog link um, for this episode for pictures so that you can like really grasp how many fucking oranges it is. And I'll also put the links with more details. But that basically sums it up. It's a giant food fight for hmm. 
three days. Neat. Just oranges, though. I wonder why they chose orange. I didn't see that in the lit. Like, why oranges were Yeah, especially thing. if they were, like, exotic, right? Uh, I mean, he was well, eating an orange when know. he stormed and pillaged his home. So the first one is um, in the UK, but the second one, this one is in Italy. I don't know if oranges are... They're maybe native to Italy. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I'm surprised <clears> they didn't <throat> use grapes. We don't know enough things. <laughs> yeah, then they grapes. have wine. Yeah, they're like, we can't use the fucking grapes. <laughs> like, what else? <laughs> Grab the oranges. <laughs> No one's eating oranges around here. <laughs> I just had this image of like somebody getting hit in the head with a grape. No, like it's like wait, like, right? Exactly. Like, they just have tennis rackets. We're like gonna use an orange around. instead. That is yeah. way more painful. Around like a soccer player, just like ah, <laughs> that's intense. Yeah, right. But is it yeah. as intense as the sport, which took a normal household chore and made it into something way more extreme? I don't know. And what I want you to wrap your mind around is is that this is real. Okay. okay. Um, extreme ironing. <laughs> Wait, what? Say that again. You heard right, my irony? lady. Ironing. ironing. A household oh, like ironing. ironing. I don't do that, so it took me. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I knew that. I was like, she's never ironed before. I she like probably... extreme ironing, and I'm waiting for you to tell me what it is. This family has wrinkled clothes, damn it. <laughs> we don't give a shit. The dryer doesn't take exactly. it out. It doesn't come exactly. out. Exactly. Um, so yes, it's an extreme sport of ironing with an ironing board. So the origins are actually still argued to this day because okay. as you can imagine, there probably wasn't, you know, a large group of people that just started doing it all at once. Unless but, they were on drugs. Yeah. So back in 1999, uh, there was a fellow, his name was Philip Shaw and he was from England sure. and, uh, he was ironing in his house, and he said, this is boring. <laughs> he says, this is boring as shit. It's not just that it's boring. It's hard to do. It's really easy to yeah, damage Yeah, that's clothing. what he said. And he said, where else can I iron uh, in a more in a cooler place? So he started ironing in his garden. What? To which one of his friends came over and said, what are you doing out there, Philip? And Because he's a natural. He's a smart ass. He said, mm -hmm. I'm extreme ironing. And they're like, oh. <laughs> That's pretty intense. <laughs> now there's also, again, an argument that its original or origins were about 10 to 12 years later because in another part of the world, another group of people <laughs> also had taken to extreme ironing on their own accord. Um, More than one place, people were like, let me make this. Work. Yeah, but Shaw specifically is the, is the one, I think, that's credited for getting this sport off the ground. So he was so inspired by taking his iron and his ironing board to random places that he decided like it never was enough mm -hmm. and that it needed to become more and more extreme. So he did a tour all the way from the United States through Fiji, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa. Just ironing his clothes? Just ironing his clothes in the most insane places that he could come up with. Oh my so, God. Whenever you think of this, don't think of your little shit-ass garden anymore. Mm -hmm. This is, think of at the um, top of Mount Everest. Think Wait, of how? at the depths of the ocean. What? Think of ironing on the side of a mountain. Or maybe don't while you you're skiing. Don't you have to plug in your iron? Do I? Don't you have to plug in an iron? I, I think they have a... Uh, they have a uh, like wireless... manual ones <laughs> as well. What? Yeah. See? So, um... This became so popular. Underwater? How? With a fucking iron, shoddy. Dude, why are you, are you doing schematics, all right? These guys because are iron. How is an electrical device going to work underwater? I think you're just you're wanting to take the ironing too literal, and it, now it's just become something more. It's transcended past getting wrinkles is this out of like, clothes. Is this like when people are planking everywhere? 
Yeah, but different. Um, it's an iron and an ironing board, and they're going to the most exotic places to to show off where they can do ironing oh in God. places that no one's ever thought of. So um, in Britain, they actually did a documentary. It was called <laughs> Extreme Ironing, Pressing for Victory. <laughs> and it of surrounded course. its documentary um, around the actual ironing championships. It's the first one that ever occurred back in 2002, mm. where literally people from many, many countries representing their countries mm -hmm. went to the set event where they had their first ironing championship where someone would be awarded with a gold and silver medal for their wow. teams. Damn it. I thought you were going to say gold and silver iron. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. That would have been so much better. For all I know, they were irons. Um, they had different categories like urban, which you had to find the most crazy urban environment place to, to iron in. Water. Intersection. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Forest. Um, they had a freestyle ironing or you can just Look at me, iron, I'm getting murdered while iron ironing. wherever you want to. And since then, it's become so extreme that it's it's really come, it's transcended out of competition. Uh -huh. And now it's turned into Guinness um, Guinness Book World Record shit. Okay, nice. So like ironing at the highest summit, ironing under the oh, deepest depths of like the ocean. Very deep, I mean, yeah, very detailed. ironing in oh space. Oh my God. Um, I think right now. In space. Uh, well, I'm just saying the sport has gotten pretty wild. Okay. So. Uh, right now, I think the like for example, for one is they have recorded in the Guinness World Records as 173 divers underwater ironing at once. Oh my god, this also, is so ridiculous! It also turned out so. People I've got, are so weird. I've got a little uh, slideshow here for you of all the extreme. Oh my god, places. that looks like the Lion King. Yeah, yeah, so it's a man on top of a Lion King <laughs> summit ironing, uh, skydiving. What oh the my fuck? Skydiving. There are three men all in a, all circled around one ironing board and they're ironing. That skydiving. Uh, this guy's actually skiing with an <laughs> ironing board. Oh my god. Is this not incredible? This guy's like suspended on the side of a mountain uh, with uh only being held by cables underwater. Oh my god. Scuba. Scuba ironing. This guy is doing a free fall <gasps> with a parachute. No! This guy's doing a free oh, fall with it. a I fucking parachute so with an ironing board. It's so heavy. But he's jumping. <laughs> it's like, yes, he's face jumping. These people are on their bicycles. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is that's this not funny. incredible? This guy's in Antarctica. Is he's he in a tuxedo and he's in water with his ironing board, which I, I think love would that be pretty extreme. With a tuxedo. Yeah. So uh, the sport started off as something friendly and fun, and mm -hmm. it literally took the entire world by storm. And mm -hmm. to this day, people are still trying to break new world records with their ironing. I mean, that's intense, but I'm going to be me. <clears throat> okay. And I'm going to bitch about this. Okay, please. Okay. I have not researched it, so I don't right. know the details, but it bothers me. I get the concept, but you're really just posing with an ironing board. There's no fucking way you're actually ironing with a heated object. I, I never said they were ironing with I'm a heated object. I'm just saying it's misleading is all I'm saying. Really what you're doing is posing in weird places with a household object. You know what? In your country, <laughs> you could trip somebody and win with their orange, which is a little <laughs> fucked up, all right? So don't come at my ironing, guys. With a, all right, I'll see you a skydive. <laughs> no, I won't even skydive without an iron, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so no thanks. There was a guy bungee jumping with an ironing wait, board. Wait, if you committed wait, to that life. Wait. I'm not skydiving, but with this iron, though. <laughs> 
Also, I'm not ironing. Can you imagine okay? telling your friends like I went skydiving? And like, That's so fucking badass. Can I see a photo? And mm. it's like you <laughs> ironing maybe one of their shirts. Like, right? The fuck, that's my favorite T-shirt. <laughs> that would be. Um, <laughs> you put it on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one of those would make for a great meme. So I may scroll through your photos. These for make for reason. great pictures. And also. I could see this being an interesting video for us also. I'm just saying, step up to the challenge. Honestly, to your credit, which um, I feel like it is an extreme sport to Mm -hmm. like certain people who obviously take it very seriously, but it could be the next planking challenge. Yeah. It could be... Show me your best photo. We should photo. try to get our people to do that to see if anybody will like send us <laughs> it pictures. It literally of could them pop or, off, yeah. and we would never get credit for it, but yeah. it'd be hilariously it be awesome. Fun. Do they have pit crews that like <laughs> fill up the water when they're like? Oh, uh, not if you're in the ocean. Mm-hmm. You just, you just keep oh, the yeah, cap you off. Just open it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Extreme oh, wow. ironing. Thank you. <laughs> 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 the pictures were insane. Go to the blog. The pictures are amazing. Yeah, those are pretty intense. <clears throat> okay, so my next one is um, intense in a different way and by different. It's more intense than you would first think. Camping. Nope. It's um, it's just very <laughs> gross to me. And listen, this is no judgment. There are people who love this particular body part. I don't hate it. Some people hate it and are freaked out by it. I just would never want to personally wrap my toes around someone else's toes uh, for oh. any reason. Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. For even bringing that image into my head. <laughs> toe locking. So this uh. is called um, the World... It's the new hand-holding. The no. World Toe Wrestling Championship. The world is over. Toe, toe wrestling? Toe wrestling, <laughs> toe wrestling championship. Started in 1974 at a bar in uh, This has got to be some Russia shit, right? Listen, no, this is the best part. It's in England. And the reason that it... Um, started was these guys at a bar is that the idea for the game started when a group of friends <laughs> two guys and of course footsie. two guys <laughs> in a fucking bar Listen, alcohol of course is involved um we're sitting around drinking what are you doing chad <laughs> <laughs> they were upset that the uk didn't produce world champions at anything so their solution was to create a sport that was so um small and absurd that no one but the uk would be really competing and therefore only the UK would win. And then the second year, somebody from Canada came and yes. did the championship. Oh, <laughs> Canada. Canada. I don't know why I said it like that. Um, it's Canada. <laughs> um, so stupid. So good for you, yeah, yeah. Canada. But, you know, the guy, uh, it actually ended up eventually being won by someone else in UK and he has held this title for 16 years before wow. he retired. Wow. Yeah. Dude, could you retired. imagine what his fucking toes are like? This is, this is <laughs> where it gets crazy because at first you're just like, that's silly and gross, right? And then weird. But this is the crazy thing. It gets so intense. So these are the rules. The sport is more like arm wrestling than professional wrestling. Like, duh. Yeah, I kind okay. of figured. <laughs> you right? it's, yeah, okay. Um, a full toe inspection is performed before competing. Players must have their toes thoroughly examined by a qualified nurse before they're given the go-ahead. You can't break eye contact. (laughs) (laughs) Look me in the eyes, Bill. (laughs) Players remove their shoes and socks, interlock their toes, and then try to pin one another's foot to their respective side. So it's like arm wrestling. Right. Right. Yeah, Yeah, you try to twist them up. Yeah. Um, There are three rounds. The winner is determined on best uh, two out of three basis. The players alternate feet. Right, left, then right again between rounds. So you can't just train one foot. (laughs) This is is the first thing aliens see when they come to Earth. You're like, kill them, kill them all. (laughs) They were like, you know what? I think they're ready for that advanced technology. They're like, no. (laughs) Going home. For over a decade, the UK has been asserting its dominance in the sport. Englishman Alan Nasty Nash has held the title for 16 years. I don't like the word nasty in toe wrestling. I just want (laughs) to... 
I feel like it's appropriate, but I don't like it. Yes, that's that's understandable. Is it illegal to have like long nails? <laughs> Actually, it's interesting that you say that because the guy, um, Ben Total Destruction Woodruff, I like that better, is second in the world at the sport. Had his ankle snapped in two oh places my God. by Alan Nasty by the Nash. Nasty Man. But what's uh, but what's also significant um, about the guy who's usually in second place or whatever is that he had his um, toenails removed. Oh. On purpose. Oh, wow. Yes. So I'm trying to... How find... committed are you to... I know. That's like... what I'm saying. <laughs> Take him, doctor. He said... I was born for it this is, my life. It <laughs> is difficult to beat Alan. I had my toenails removed because your toes go through a lot of stress. My nail was digging into my toe cushion, but now they're completely gone. Uh, and then, so that's just like some level. Uh, I don't even know that you could permanently do that, honestly. Total destruction. Yeah, don't look your back. Even like no, that's what I well, I'll say this, and I don't know if, if, if they did this, but... Like when people get um, ingrown toenails, there's yeah. a specific liquid, I don't know what you call it, that they apply uh-huh. to where the bed of the nail in that specific area doesn't grow anymore. Oh my God. Interesting. So they could have yeah, just did this to all their toes. I don't know. What's confusing to me is I remember when I was a kid, I slammed my hand in the door and so my fingernail fell off once mm-hmm. and as a kid i just assumed nasty jen yes <laughs> I, I just assumed that the nail would start growing at the the bottom and like eventually get long enough but instead the top layer of your skin gets thick until it turns into a fingernail that's what happened really that's what happened for me that is not what happened to me okay so i just i'm confused like Hey, does that mean his toes are soft on the top all the time? Or, like, how the fuck does that work having no toenails on purpose? Long enough, like, the indention would even go away, even go away, and there would just be smooth little nubs. I need to see what his toes look like. I don't. I'm good. Um, I don't need to see that. So, Mr. Nash, which is Nasty Allen, has his own techniques to get ahead, um, with his competitor adding. Alan uses a toe stretcher to make his toes more durable. And I have a picture of that. Um, you can also get toe weights because apparently that's a thing. Um, I can't imagine these are actual products. Please like, look, go to Amazon look, and get your toe we're weights. We're going to look it up. So this this guy oh. has to be doing look, this. he's stretching his toes. He's like, <laughs> he's he's created this shit, right? Yeah, <laughs> This wasn't. This did not exist before. It shows a rope and a rock, and he's just <laughs> stretching <laughs> toe weights. Um, yeah. So this is a picture of some feet. He's just like flexing his toes with the oh feet. Really? Oh, there's yeah. also a female and a junior. It looks like two people oh. hugging. Yeah. There's a yeah. junior. Like there's a junior's option. Like one of the people started when he was. Could you 14. imagine like peer pressuring your kid? Yeah. And following <laughs> your footsteps. <laughs> no, you can't be a scientist. You're gonna be a toe wrestler. <laughs> no, you're not gonna cure cancer. He's out there in the field screaming. No, I don't think they. I don't. I know that. Like, here's a picture of him with some of his awards. I don't know if there's a cash prize or anything it's like a that. Giant uh, foot. Yes, yeah. of course it's a giant. Of course it's a giant, giant foot. foot. Um, and he said that although the sport doesn't have the the theatricality. Did I say that? I have no idea. Of professional wrestling, Nasty Nash has a very particular strategy. My technique is to hurt the first person that comes into the ring with me. Hurt them bad and terrify everyone else. Oh my God. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, the old fear. He takes it very seriously. Mm. Um, In his day job, he's a pet groomer. (laughs) (laughs) What do they do outside of toe wrestling? Honestly. Train. Uh, (laughs) Train. (laughs) Train. Yeah, so I think the thing that shocked me the most was the fact that this guy is so committed to it and that they get so intense that he broke his ankle in more than one place. That's crazy. Because even with arm wrestling, I know that you can hurt your wrist. Obviously, you can hurt somebody else's wrist, but like... It's, and that's what they do. They're like, oh, you can't just stretch your toes. You got to make sure basically your knees, your calves, your ankles, mm-hmm. everything is strong. I mean, that is a lot of commitment for this true. 
thing, but there you go. It's been around for, it, I don't know, at least 20 years or something. <laughs> well, the Adam, you got new goals, buddy. It's yep. true. <laughs> no, you're going to come into the room and no. he's going to be like stretching his toes <laughs> yeah. and his little weights. Come on, That's piggies. what you're getting for Christmas, 100%. You're getting that in your stocking. It's time to take you out to the market. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. That would be a fantastic <laughs> little intro, like a, what do you, like one of those videos, yeah. like that, that Robbing music coming yeah. in. That's yeah. Like, these I'd want like my nickname to be something like that, you know? Piggy? Like your name's gotta be I could be use it for picket, like Chase. Oh the my piggy God. picket. <laughs> <laughs> and they would know it's because my toes, oh not because my I'm God, fat. Oh my god, I yeah. love it. Oh my god, Dude, I love I it. Have so to much. Go now. Yeah. You do. Shit, I mean look at these toes. <laughs> After Mothman Festival. <laughs> we, got little, we are yeah. doing that. We are we're gonna do Unless they cancel it, we are going to that in September. All right. well, I don't have toe wrestling, but I do have um, nope, that's not even close to a sport. Yours is just weird. All right. It is a sport. <laughs> yeah. I mean, arm wrestling is... A, it, are they competing? It's a sport. I mean, yep. to be fair, they it's have slapping contests now. That's true. Yeah. They slap the shit out of somebody true. across from you. So, you know what? Toe wrestling, in. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, um, you know, it's not uncommon for people to have taken uh, different sports and try to merge them together. Um, the infamous basketball. Yes. Have anyone seen that movie? It's not yeah. a real thing, but people have always tried to merge things together. Yeah. This is one that is actually taking off, and it is <clears throat> the most bizarre thing to me. It's not just bronze, as I stated earlier, but also brains. So it tests you physically, and it also tests you mentally. Ladies and gentlemen, chess boxing. <laughs> Wait, what? Chess boxing. <laughs> chess boxing. <laughs> it sounds like you're saying chest but you're talking no, about like chess. the game of chess. C-H-S-E-S-S, a strange and intelligent combination of playing chess and actual boxing. How? So initially the game was started by an art performance by a Dutch artist. Um, it really wasn't a sport. And someone said, that would actually be a great competitive sport. Um, so all of a sudden... People, People were started punching doing chess it, pieces. And um, the game took off in Germany, India, UK, and Russia, and is actually now spreading to um, more Middle Eastern countries. Okay. Um, so this is how it works. It starts with four minutes of chess and three minutes of boxing, and it alternates between each round. Um, so whenever... I- I know. What? It's exactly <laughs> so, the way that it sounds. I'm trying to wrap 11 my- rounds of chess and boxing. So you start with a four-minute round of chess. You sit down. Uh-huh. They have a small table in the middle mm-hmm. of a boxing ring. You do your chess. You're literally in your boxing shorts with your shirt off. Uh-huh. You do your boxing, and they sound off a bell, which uh-huh. means the chess part is up. And then you they immediately have a, like a pit crew come in, remove the tables. You have one minute to get your gloves on and be ready in your corner. And then you start your three-minute round of boxing. So just to be clear, we're going to punch you in the head and then yes. ask you to use your brain. <laughs> so here's <laughs> basically. Okay. Yeah. So here's what's crazy is kind of uh, you kind of like Mr. Toe Wrestling. You can't just be good with one foot. you got to be good with both. <laughs> right. um, there's different ways to win in chess boxing. You can either win by, of course, the infamous knockout in actual boxing. You can win by a checkmate. You could win okay. by exceeding time limits. And, of course, you can be disqualified by a referee if you break any of the normal rules for the normal sports. Mm-hmm. So okay. if you do something in chess you're not supposed to do, you can be disqualified. If you mm-hmm. do something in boxing you're not supposed to do, of course, you can be disqualified. But the point is, is different people come in with different strategies. Like, 
um, at some of the I actually watched some of the matches. Like <laughs> I was oh. on YouTube oh. watching I mean, chess I boxing. Kind of want to watch. I was. I was watching them, and I, they were like giving interviews, and like this one guy, he's like, "I'm a fucking madman at chess." So my strategy was to just be good enough in boxing to maybe evade and be defensive for three yeah. minutes, but I really wanted to beat him with my brain. Mm -hmm. So that was like my strategy. And another guy I'd boxed for ten mm -hmm. years, you know, was was pretty decent at chess. So yeah. you know, mm -hmm. again, like you could go into it with a certain strategy but you could be outwitted in a different way you can outwit them so with your physical I, or you can out them with i envisioned it being more like a tag team like one of you's a chess player and one of you's a boxer and there's both going on but you're the same person is playing chess and the, also boxing so at, yes the same person the same time period. so this is like a, a shot this wow. is a picture i'm showing it literally shows what you would believe to be like a boxer <laughs> and he's at yes. a chess table I mean, like yes. just like you can't really mask what it is no these are grown men who box and this is the round where they're Dude, sitting in I the ring. I cannot imagine trying. And, and it's oh not just God. men too. It's it's also for women. You know, I'm not like saying that to be like yeah, condescending. Yeah. I'm just saying it wouldn't be surprised me if women are like that's a dumb sport. I'm not being yeah. a that. But no, there were women who are, are boxing and also playing chess too. They've also bought into this. It's like some boxer was like, I'm <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm also you know smart, and they just had to. I, I just cannot imagine. But here's the thing: boxing is a mental sport in that oh, it's a, you know, you know it is a mental sport. You know what's funny to me? But damn, I don't. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm just saying, having to flip your brain. It's, they're both intense in their own ways. Of like boxing is obviously very One, physically taxing, exactly. But also mentally, you're having to be present in the match. So to have to switch to an actual fucking sit down and do chess and then go into a... F I cannot fucking wrap my brain around doing this. Literally the most for both sides. Physically, boxing is very demanding. Yeah. And it's also it has its mental challenges, of course. Right. And then chess match, less physical. Yeah. More, more mental. Um, what's interesting, and I think probably just... I, I don't know if it's ironic or if it's how the sport came to be, but oftentimes in boxing gyms, they'll, they'll tell you, a lot of coaches will say, boxing is a chess match. It's very, yeah. it's very strategic. Yeah, it's very, it's yeah. a chess match. It's not like a street fight. It's not. It's very strategic on what these guys do <laughs> in every round and what they're trying to do to figure out how to best you in actual boxing. So I, I wouldn't surprise me if someone's like, "Hey, but what if? Right? <laughs> what if we actually played chess? Right? Every other round that could be cool but too. But again, you're being hit <laughs> in the head, and you're not in your most mental. And yeah, and your best. transitions are one minute. You have one minute transitions, just, and like half of that time, you're like either putting on your gloves and getting your mouthpiece in or you're taking off your gloves and getting your mouthpiece out yeah. while they put the shit back in the ring. I would be thinking about my next chess move while being like punching. And get smacked you know what? In the Exactly, face. Yeah. right? Man, this is a... And for those of you who don't know, Chase actually works in a boxing studio. He was a manager for a while and I'm, now... He I'm also, a janitor now. No. <laughs> he teaches boxing classes. Promotion. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you have personal experience with it. My experience is just, you know, from watching and being around the community. But like my... I am blown that well, this is an actual thing. Just working yourself physically, like, you know, because boxing so much exert, you exert so much that yeah. it it mentally starts to drain you too. Because you're like, you can't think. Like, everything's yes. a little muddy. So to sit down and play, a oh it's a little God. muddy with those pesky concussions. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Damn. So, yeah, chess boxing, uh, <clears throat> you know, again, it's it's already in a big handful of countries and it's spreading to other countries as well. 
11 rounds to best your opponent mentally or physically. I love absurd shit, but I just, I'm, I could not be more on the fence about this. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, it, it, it's not even silly. It's just like mind blowing. You know what's really challenging Why? yourself? But then I also like it from the mentality of, um, you know, it's a, what's the word I'm looking for? A barbaric sport in a lot of, I mean, you know, it's very physical. It's not like, oh, physical, like football. Well, that's not fair. They tackle each other. Um, mm. It's, you're, you're literally hitting each other. It's very physical, but it's, it's also got its little sense of elegance. Uh, yeah. But the idea of someone being like, instead of hitting each other, we see how smart your brain is. Now you got to do both. <laughs> Bro- broads and brain. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, wow. women are going to these matches like trying to find the right, one. The They're main. like, not only is he got a six I just need, pack. Yeah, right. I just need yeah. my children for the offspring. Okay. Okay. I'm going to follow up with that. Uh, which one? Mm. Are you done? Was there any? Chess boxing is okay. what it is. Yeah. All, right. <laughs> All right. Well, here we go. I've got nothing better. I'm going to throw it at you. Rolling in the grits contest. <laughs> <laughs> we were waiting for that one. <laughs> Here okay. we are. Okay, so there was a previous episode, uh, Adam. You mentioned it earlier, where we, I think it was, was it the Urban Legends? Mothman. Mothman. Was that part of Urban Legends? Yeah. Okay, so there is a Mothman festival that we determined that we're going to go to because it's in driving distance for us. So this is a festival that I would also like to attend because it is in South Carolina, which Mm, I love South Carolina, and it's only a four and a half drive because it's close to like Charleston. So this is what's fun about this is how um, this whole idea came about. I am from the South. I have been in Georgia most of my life in Tennessee. I love grits. And she also loves grits. I do love grits. Mm -hmm. Chase is also from the South, but he doesn't like grits. No. Really? They're just very plain to me. Adam, does that mean that you do like them? No, I love grits. Okay, perfect. Cheese. Because you're, exactly, cheese and salt. Am I Mm -hmm. wrong? No. Okay. They're like runny mashed potatoes to me. Oh. When you make them like that, yeah, gross. I mean, yeah, make all, right, all the right. Well, then way. they're grittier mashed potatoes. I yeah. get offended. I'll fight you. <laughs> I'll chest fight you. I mean, they- <laughs> you want to toe fight me? <laughs> right? No. Um, I mean, I, I I get offended when people put sugar in it. I know that's the thing people do. Really? I don't I don't like it. I like oatmeal. I don't like sugar in my grits. For the record, I like salt and cheese in my Ooh, grits. With sugar. Also, I know I, you like salt in it. Okay, yeah. shut up. Uh, salty mermaid. Okay, okay. <laughs> what do you expect from me? Um, so when I was a kid, like one of my first jobs when I was, I think, 11 to 13, um, I worked at a local restaurant. Remember Riley's Restaurant? Yeah, of course. Of course, right? And it's a seafood restaurant. And they had a grits bar, which most people don't know what the fuck that is. Yeah. <laughs> but it is what it sounds. It's like grits and then the toppings that you would put in grits. And because a lot of seafood, hush puppies and shrimps go, you know, the shrimps go with the grits, right? Scramps. But I remember Scramps. when I tried to get like my first um, serving job outside of a small town. And they were like, what were your previous duties? And I was like, taking care of the grits bar. And they're like, what the fuck is a grits bar? <laughs> I'm going to get her out of here. <laughs> get her out. <laughs> so anyway, long Story short, we're coming back to the grits. Rolling in the grits. Okay. Now the actual. <laughs> I just I just wanted to set the foundation for how I feel about grits. This is okay. my story in my life with grits. And um, now we're going to the competition part. All right. There um, is a website that gives a pretty interesting breakdown. Most cities roll out festivals highlighting their local culture. And in some ways, you can say St. George, South Carolina did the same when it created the World Grits Festival. So it's a whole festival about grits. But here's why. You and I, fucking ha. I love this. The small town has a population at the at the time of the, in the 80s, um, when they discovered this, they were barely above 2,000 people. Mm-hmm. 
but they claim to be the biggest consumer of grits per capita in the world. That's so funny. And you're going to wow. love – Can you imagine yes. like getting a knock at your door and like, you're not eating your fucking grits, <laughs> Bill. Right. Eat your grits. Um, Notice your grain sacks still outside. <laughs> Chase, you're going to love this. The claim was originally made in 1985 by Bill Hunter, the manager of the local – Local Piggly Wiggly Supermarket. <laughs> of course. After an offhand comment from multiple suppliers suggesting that the town was eating more of the cornmeal-based mixture than others. So the, basically what happened was this guy was ordering grits for his store or whatever, and more than one company for whatever reason or person in the company was like, man, we sent a lot of grits to y'all. Yeah. And so he decided to research it and made a joke about, like, if we really are, then we'll have to host a festival. And then they did the research and found out they legitimately eat the most grits. How? I don't know. They just really like Because the they don't leave the grain sack outside. <laughs> Maybe they have a grits bar. I don't know. Um, after the celebration was born, the three-day fest features all, the, all things grits, including rolling in the grits contest. Contestants dive into a pool. Filled with 27 cases worth of the stuff and have 10 seconds to collect as much as they can on their bodies. Okay. So, okay. Okay. <laughs> participants are weighed before and after their swim, and whoever comes out carrying the most grits wins. There are many approaches to maximize uh, absorption. Most contestants duct tape their cuffs and sleeves shut for trapping grits inside. Smart. <laughs> and some even wear backward facing sweatshirts, scooping with their hoods. Uh, and then perhaps Tiffany McGurr's approach was best, wearing extra baggy pants hoisted by suspenders. The 2015 champion collected a whopping 66 pounds of grits. In her pants. In her pants. <laughs> which I assume that they're room temperature because if you've ever been burned by hot grits, it is terrible. Mm -hmm. I have a scar no, to no, this no. day. It's part of the tradition. <laughs> <laughs> Boiling grits. You wrestling them hot. Uh, Is it illegal to eat grits for the weight <laughs> while you're they in there? They, they do have a uh, grits eating contest, of course, also. Honestly, somebody is probably doing that. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if someone was also eating them. Yeah, um, it makes people, the poundage go people, up. Um, I guess it does. People also will turn their clothes inside out. You know how like um, sweatshirts have that weird fuzzy material on the inside? Yeah, right. And apparently it tracks grits better. <laughs> so it they, like, it's funny the things that, yeah, that, that people sense. learn. In the garage, like, just training for the festival. <laughs> just like <laughs> random shit. <laughs> the best. <laughs> <laughs> so there is a website, worldgritsfestival.com, and they did um, cancel the 2021 festival because of, you know, COVID situation. Which you have to respect them for. I, I'll agree to go to the festival, but I agree under the conditions that Jen enters the grit, the grit contest. <laughs> which one? The eating one or the jumping in? Oh, you know which one. You know Why which do I have one. to do it? Why can't because y'all are grit. the weird you're, ones? You're the grits queen, baby. I don't know. I didn't man a grits bar when I was young. Okay, I don't know if I qualify. I'm not a local. You may no, have to like register and shit like that. Yeah, we'll get you in there. Okay. Well, anyway, you got the accent. Um, I do have the accent. They're like, well, there's only 2,000 people here. We know that you are not from here. Um, Outsider. <laughs> get out of my grits. <laughs> um, so as far as the other stuff that goes on, they have a 5K race, uh, basketball toss, all right, corn toss. That makes more sense. Mm. Because uh, grits are made from it is corn. Uh, Basketballs, yeah. yes. <laughs> they have a hula hoop contest, a wheelbarrow contest. Chase, you can do that one. Um, and they have the, of course, the grits the eating crime. contest, which I would make you enter because you eat. I could. I would. I don't eat, like grits, but, but I would. You eat, eat them. more than anybody. Like I you're could. so fast. I, I would. I, would I swear hurt. to God, when we order food, Adam, you can swear to yep. this. Yep. When we order food, 
it'll get placed in front of us at the same time. I will look down to grab my fork, and when I look up, Chase's food is gone. It's like a yeah. fucking cartoon. Last time we went out to eat, I looked over, and your food was done, and I was like, I took three bites of How? my burger. It's amazing I, I to me. I have the capacity yeah. to do disgusting things. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, one day we will hopefully go to that festival. I'll be happy to do mm. pictures. But for now, please look at this picture of someone in a pool of grits. Hello, Grits. <laughs> she's yeah, having the she, time uh, of her life. She looks like she's having a great Yeah. <laughs> she's even got like the Quaker. She's out there looking for a boyfriend. Shirt. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. So anyway, good times. Yeah. I hear the one who wins, uh the woman who wins the grits competition gets the pick of the litter. Oh yeah. Oh, you like, know what? I wanna I'm the, shout I'm the, out I'm the grits champion. Shout out to the community because they also give out a scholarship every year. The festival oh, wow. collects money and oh, they get a cool. school scholarship out. Yeah, so. yeah. How did you get into this school? Selling grits. <laughs> grits. <laughs> gritty. It's a, it was a gritty life. It was a gritty yeah. life. <laughs> uh, so I guess just out of um, pure irony, my next one is also going to surround wearing something. Um, again, I, I was, my job was to bring you things <laughs> I, I couldn't believe people were fucking doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this one is pretty intense for me. So this is called... Be wearing or be bearding, um, where you literally put on a pair of shorts, a pair of goggles, <laughs> some nose plugs, a and some ear cl- and some earplugs, and the participant in the competition <laughs> tries to collect as many bees on them as possible. It's a no for me. You try to collect the heaviest swarm of bees. How do they measure on- that? Your body. Well, the funny thing is, the reason why I knew the answer before actually researching this was because there are all these bee insta- uh, TikToks that come out. Yeah, there are a lot um, of TikTok and, videos and bees, about bees. Bees are really smart. They're fucking insane. Yeah. And the biggest thing is they go where the fucking queen goes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the queen has a scent. And if she leaves the fucking hive, they'll leave the fucking hive. They're out. Yeah. They're not like, we'll find, you know. They, they have a very in, uh, insane culture amongst the you know, bees. I, I don't know this because I haven't looked it up. And I feel like Gavin is the one who told me this. And this is our 12-year-old who seems to know random shit. Um, right. So I don't know the accuracy of this. But I, I made a comment about how, you know, they say when a bee stings you, like they die anyway. So then I'm like, well, what's the fucking point? Because you would think if it's protecting itself so it doesn't die, it makes sense. But if it dies anyway, what's the point? And then Gavin said it's because... They're protecting the hive, and they feel like if they attacked you, even if they died, that means you won't like you'll stay away from the hive, mm-hmm. and you'll stay away from the king, uh, queen. So I was like, "Damn, talk about sacrifice!" Yeah, yeah like bees are insane. Yeah. Their communication, they're their, very their big culture, about the group. Yeah, as like it's it's wild. Bees are insane. So uh, what they do is a lot of times they put the uh, queen bee in a little. It's like a clip. And it's got holes in it, so it's enough to where, like, people know, like, the bees are like, oh, yeah, shit, that's her. I can tell. Um, so they'll clip the queen bee to the person's body, mm-hmm. um, and then they will stand them next to hives, and they will see how many bees that they can collect on their body before. More, What it really boils down to is who's going to tap out. So you have an hour. A ho- an hour? An you just hour, stand there for an hour? An hour. To collect as many bees on your body as possible um, if you can go the distance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, um, this is terrible. How this, do you practice this? Is this is insane. Um, you can't train for this. No. Oh. I guess you could. I mean, but, I guess, yeah. Um, also, does it matter if like one person, 
is taller or something? Does that affect it? I mean, I, I don't really know because I was thinking to myself, well, you know, there's only so many bees in a hive. Like, right. you know, what's that look like? But um, I guess it's always a big enough difference where, like, there's no close winners. Like, somebody fucking wins. Yeah. Um, so, right. And, and again, also, too, this is called bee bearding. So, right now, to this to this day, um, out of these competitions, of course, you know, you can get a Guinness Book World Record. So, the person that holds the record, you're going to... You think about your fucking grits. Listen to this okay. shit. The person that holds the record for for wearing the most bees at this point, what they do is they weigh you same way. Mm-hmm. They weigh you before. They weigh you after. Mm-hmm. The person, um, this person has a record of 140 pounds. Oh my god! They're 100 holding 140 pounds, pounds of, bees? of bees on their body. It was an estimated 637 thousand. Oh my god! Um, that's what my other question was like, how do you that's count the Guinness. The, bees? the people in the competition, um, they'll average 60, 70, 80, 90. Um, well, how do so they forth. are they standing on a scale the whole time? Like, how do they get the bees they not to them, move? They have them to step onto the scale, or I would imagine they probably slide it underneath them. There wasn't a video, I mean, but by God, there were pictures. They probably uh, and this know is in how much a bee weighs. Fucking sane! Oh my God! <gasps> not the bees! <laughs> Look at this! Does this hurt? Oh my God! I hate. Is it. this not the most insane thing that I you've hate. ever it looks like a horror movie. seen? In your fucking yeah. life. I hate it. This is a competition. I hate it. Is that not insane? Holy shit. Oh my God, it's so awful. It, I, I mean, oh, it look hurt, at this. It, it looks, hurt the this bees, person does it? looks like, no, 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 no. It doesn't, they don't do anything. Like, they're very obviously respectful. Of that. This person looks like a statue. Yeah, I hate because it. Because they're literally covered in so many fucking bees. Look at this, this is the last one. I will I'll show put you. these pictures on the blog, but I am not Holy happy about shit. it. Can you believe that somebody More than one plugs person. up? The holes of their body, and st- how do they breathe? I don't know. Without the I'm bees be getting honest. in their mouth or in I their, I, the bees uh, perform tiny CPR. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a fucking clue how they oh breathe. Oh my because god, guys! If you you have to go to the blog, and it's I know so heavy. You have to go to the blog. I've never seen this in my life. And again, to Jen's credit, it literally looks like some CGI <laughs> scary yeah. shit from a movie. That somebody would collect be this honest, many bees you, on them. If you hand me, we have like these bar weights at our house. If you gave me a 20 pound weight and told me to hold it for a fucking hour, they're mm-hmm. like, that would be terrible. So yeah. 60, 80, 144 pounds of bees. She looks like no. the shape of a syrup bottle. I don't like it. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. or an Emmy. She's like a bee, yeah. a beanie. <laughs> That's a terrible joke. All right. Um, so yeah, uh, that is the competition I have for you. It's called bee wearing, bee bearding. And I hate it. <laughs> They're like, uh, it's uh, insane that people do that. Yeah, no, that's 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 absolutely insane. <laughs> oh, I can't believe it exists. It's so scary. Well done, Bill. You won. And they scrape the bees off, and he's just a skeleton underneath. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. <laughs> he's, he was like a block of honey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He became the queen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, all right. How are we on time? Um, I think if we both went fast, we could both squeeze. We okay. could both squeeze one in. I'll, I'll be short with this. All one. right. So. Um, this is a confession real quick for me. I am love a pretty, grits. I'm a pretty chill person. Mm. I'd like to think, but my kids, I love them so much. I don't know what it is though, but they just affect me sometimes and I get mom, oh, so mom rage. You're, yeah. you're a parent. Yes. Got yes. it. Yes. Oh. But it's still, even though we all experience this, I feel like I'm going to put it out there because, you know, for example, there is currently on our bedroom wall, this blue streak scraped on the wall because I... <laughs> 
lost my cool, and I threw a box of squeezable yogurt across the room. <laughs> so yeah. um, no yogurt was harmed. <laughs> right, throw. right. But I left the mark, and I look at it, and I'm like, "Don't do that again." <laughs> right, but you know, it's a I reminder. Lose my, yeah, you know, it's still there. I, I, I saw it one day, and I was like. <laughs> Looks like the blue off the yogurt box, but I'm not going to say shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So maybe not everybody can relate to this specific. I think most of us have never lost our cool to the point of throwing our phones these days, smartphones, and things are expensive, right? right? But we've all been angry enough to throw something, right? Yeah, of right. course. But there are people who have a competition for how far they can throw a cell phone. Really? Yeah. Which is such a yeah. specific I item. I almost brought that and owed to Adam. I was okay. like, Adam, I know sometimes your job is frustrating. And that's yes. where, exactly where I was going to go. <laughs> yeah. So for those who don't know, Adam, tell us where you work. I, I'm a T-Mobile representative. And he's a top seller. He is he's like one of the top sellers in his entire company. He's insane. But he also has a lot of stories because people can be difficult to work with, right? Yeah, people suck. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I brought this in your honor because there is a thing that maybe we can do this for you also because cell phone throwing, and they have like a system and it's usually older phones and then they recycle yeah. it and stuff. Um, so stupid. And <laughs> here are the categories in the sports. The original There's or categories. the traditional is over the shoulder throw with the farthest distance, which makes sense. And I believe... The record right now is 362 feet. Damn. Which is pretty fucking far. Yeah. yeah. And the people have different theories about heavier cell phones versus lighter, like what, you know. More aerodynamic. Saw yeah, a yeah. lot of Nokia flip phones. Yes. They have like these buckets <laughs> yeah. of just old phones. And right. you can choose. Here are the rules usually. You can choose which phone you want to throw, but you can't bring your own phone. You mm. have to choose one that they provide. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, this phone's hollow. <laughs> um there is team original. Up to three competitors have one throw each with their scores added together. Then they have junior. And this is my favorite. It is the freestyle. Contestants get points for aesthetics and creative choreography. Oh. I'm not going to make y'all watch this video right now awesome. because we're trying to wrap up. But oh I will tell you about it and I'll put it on the blog. There are these two videos and they're silly, but they make me laugh because choreography and aesthetic can mean anything, right? Mm -hmm. So naturally, this guy decides one day that his thing is going to be that he walks up, he picks up a phone, and he's like angry, and he's like, no, 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 how dare you, Blah! and he throws. I'm not paying another month of child support, <laughs> fuck you, Karen. So naturally, um, but almost, because that is like almost too obvious, honestly, but you know, you got to give him points for that. The one that makes me laugh, because this is some shit that I would do, bless her heart, there is this girl, and she is doing this like, I don't know, twirl, her legs in the air, she's got her cell phone. And she's twirling and spinning before she throws it. Like and a ribbon she, dancing. Yeah, with the phone. yeah, right? And right? then she just gets, I guess, dizzy and stumbles. <laughs> and it's so awkward because she's spinning and got her leg in the air and doing this thing. And then she just kind of stumbles and stands up and like throws it. Like, <laughs> she and she throws like, up. It like barely goes anywhere. <laughs> it's like a toddler trying to. A whole do. year of training for this. <laughs> I've been throwing phones every I just, day. It feels so bad. I just like, looked at her parents in the stands and they're disappointed. <laughs> I skipped Christmas with family. The train. Oh my God. Which is why I'm going to just wrap it up with the question of is it better to be 
really good at something that obscure and weird or is it worse to be really bad at something that I don't know I, would, I don't know if I would oh, take it like so to heart if I was so I mean, bad at something <laughs> I felt like didn't fucking matter right so, like, Which, if I lost in toe wrestling I just wouldn't tell anybody about it <laughs> you know what's interesting the toe wrestling thing people obviously take it very seriously but I mean with the cell phone there even on the website they're like this is obviously tongue in cheek you know what we should do funny we should pitch mm-hmm a, a television show where oh, we, God. as Salty Mermaid Entertainment, mm-hmm. travel the world going to these competitions and competing. Oh you know, God. I think Rhett and Link did something like that. Fuckers. I know. Course, They've done so everything. Great. I've seen yeah. I've seen Link go through the beard, be, be bearding thing. Oh, my yeah. God. Really? It, it, he wasn't that covered, but he had a face full. Yeah. It was yeah they went through something. Where, but their, their idea specifically was that they would go to, like, small towns and, like, these tractor pull contests and things like that. Right. And they had to, like, participate or something like that. So... It is a fun idea. I don't know why it didn't get picked up, honestly. Yeah. I'm going to push for it. I'm going to find somebody that knows <laughs> okay. somebody. All right. Um, All right. That's, that's that a you? Chest. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to do one last one. We're about at the minute mark. I know that you're still with us on the edge of your fucking seat. Enjoying, <laughs> you're loving the shit out of this. Mm-hmm. You're here for Adam. We get it. Okay. <laughs> so this one, in my opinion, you know how like cultures, they do traditions. And it's one of those things where – no one questions tradition. Even if it's fucking weird, they're like, well, it's been around forever. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this is one of those traditions where okay. like, people, for whatever reason, haven't questioned it yet, and they justify that it's been around for so long. And for what it's worth... You know, whenever you, if you talk about the boogeyman enough, like the boogeyman's real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things. So there is a, uh, there is a little town that um, believes... And they, it's a four, it's a four hundred year tradition that they've they've been doing this since sixteen twenty. Oh my god! Um, and oh. of course, they believe in the devil and evil spirits. And their biggest goal is to protect the young from birth, from from evil spirits. So they sure. they have a week long festival, but the highlight of the festival and the thing they're all really there for is an act known as El Salto del Colacho. It's called the Devil Jump. Um, And what they do is they have a man or men, multiple people. I guess it could be women, men that participate in this. Um, he, He calls himself the devil. He's known as the Colacho. And he dresses in red and yellow suits. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have this path that's lined up all the way through the town. Um, and the, the goal of this thing known as baby jumping <laughs> known as baby no. hurtling nope is, nope is the tradition nope if you're gonna tell me that a person jumps over actual human babies so, i will fucking scream so what they do is they dress up as devils and they run through the town and there are white these white hole in the ground mattresses that are covered in white linens and rose petals. Mm-hmm. And the baby has to be born within the last year. Uh-huh. All right. So it's, this is their cleansing festival mm-hmm. where they, they'll take three to four to five babies <laughs> and they'll line them up in a row, not long ways, but horizontal ways on the street and on they'll, the street, cool. and they'll dress them up. And these devil men will run through the streets and they'll leap over the babies and the idea is that whenever they leap over the children that the the devil man in the red and yellow are casting away the evil spirits from the children it sounds like a drunk and 
and no, you stuff. can look at the pictures. It looks very cultural, in my opinion. I mean, um, I don't want to make fun of another culture. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. But the idea <laughs> of you saying Bastion is a six-month-old child, right. and I'm just going to run and jump over him and hope I don't trip it's and not, fall it's not on even, him. And they have said this in the last 400 years of doing it. There's never once been an accident or anybody like they would tell have, us have that. I'm sure someone would come out, you know, on their soapbox, and be like, oh, my my child was a victim, and that's that's why Henry squawks like a bird because <laughs> the devil man fell on him. What? I don't know. And what's also funny oh, too, the devil touched him as a yeah, child. You you can enter in the contest. You have to be 11 years or older. Um, and they're letting 11 year olds jump over babies. Well, yeah, they're casting away demons, of course. Oh my god, I want to fucking you gotta punch cast something. away demons at an early age, but it turns into. It turns into a competition of who can jump and leap over the most babies and be oh the, most, my God. the most helpful to the community to rid away the demons and or who can baby jump the longest. And whenever you tire out of jumping babies, you can run to the town square. You're dressed as, you're dressed as a devil. Mm-hmm. And the babies who were once the babies being jumped over, they're now like young, <clears throat> they're young adults. They're like, you know, Gavin's age. And they they taunt the devils in the square like ah you little you devil <laughs> and, and the devil chases them oh and God. the idea is don't get caught <laughs> so oh. the devil goes to the town square I just can't imagine the trauma of being a child and seeing a devil jump kids. over me over and over again yeah um, so this is some pictures of. Of what it looks like. Oh my God! <laughs> no, you literally Listen, see. No, no, it's literally, no. literally grown men dressed in the fire, no. orange, red suits. Uh, here's a long picture, and they have like some, I guess some moms. I cannot off to the believe side. multiple people are okay with <laughs> well, this. Every baby goes there. Apparently, there's some babies like in their little. The babies get to. <laughs> Yeah, the babies are chilling in their little their little mattress. They got the rose petals on them. Fuck. Of course, they're happy. They look so happy because they're getting the demons washed away, which is nice. Here are some older <laughs> kids running from El Diablo. Okay. So that's my what the fuck. Why are we still practicing this tradition? I mean, is I'm, that as bad as I thought it was? No, I, it, like, the, I, I thought you were saying that they were going to be like footballs and throwing the baby. <laughs> okay, well, that's, yeah, that's I pictured bad. like evil Knievel. Like, I want you to line up 20 babies. <laughs> that's what it looks like And I me. bet they can, I can clear them. They're having to clear a pretty sizable jump. And I mean, it's listen, like a couple babies. It's okay for me to throw yogurt across the room. It is not okay for people to jump over actual children. Okay. Well, now, how else are line, you going to ward okay? the evil spirits away? <laughs> it's the only way, Jen. It's tradition. If you don't want your oh child to grow up as the devil, I don't know. then you'll I'm, leap I'm over your baby. super uncomfortable, but okay. Go to the picture. Look at the Mr. Colacho <laughs> clearing his babies uh they say on just a natural like just a natural gauntlet if you didn't like want to jump multiple babies and keep going to like tally up your babies that you would probably average jumping over a hundred if you just went from start to finish come mm. mr Tellyman, tell yeah. me but baby there's, there's about three to six in a pile so, yes. so i would have you know i don't i don't oh. know quick math but you know that's a pretty that's a couple you know it's like over 20 it's, jumps, it's a right? recipe for somebody getting tired or tripping or landing on a child well tell that to the 400 year old remember when you sat of, on of harmed, your sister's babies. baby do i remember when you sat on your sister's baby yeah i had big blue shorts and i sat right on its face <laughs> It's true. I had no he idea was like he was what two couch. or three months old. He was very young. I felt his like his face on my butt cheek, and I, I immediately stood up. Hmm, feels so like they, a baby face. <laughs> they yeah. make jokes this day about like how like the 
the he probably like saw this eclipse of ass <laughs> yeah. coming towards his face, and you can't, you know, you're babies, you can't fight it. You're not like no. no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all I've got um, for today. So all right, sure. well, I'm going to go into our new little segment, read some comments of the week from right. our Instagram. Great. Um, earlier, right before the episode, I was laughing to myself because I got a message. And um, I asked Chase if he recognized this person, and he said he didn't. So, um, wow! It, thanks for outing me. <laughs> Hope they don't listen to the I show. I don't think she knows you. Is the point? I was trying to make sure it wasn't somebody that you knew. It was in our request box, so it's someone who's never messaged us before. So anyway, she I posted a picture um, from our recent photo shoot and put it on her story, and she said, "Whenever you post pics or videos of your husband, I am always amazed that there's a man named Chase Pickett." And he's not wearing a cowboy hat or sing- singing country music. So I was asking if she knew you because she may not have realized that you're actually from such a small town. And you do sing country music even though you won't do it on request. Yeah, because I'm, I'm not a country music singer. He is, he, he is not, surprisingly not, good at I'm singing a, country I'm music. I'm not a musician. And he refuses to do it. Well, I'm, I could also be good at toe wrestling. But, you know, <laughs> it doesn't mean... I should uh, engage. Anyway, Chase Pickett does sound like a country music star. Country, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, you know what's funny, and it's a little embarrassing if I'm being honest. You know, when you're from a small town, you do all the small town bullshit. Yeah. Right. And, like, we weren't small town enough to where we were wearing actual cowboy hats. But if it had, like, a Corona logo on it and it mm. came from the BP, mm-hmm. oh. you might sport it. I've got a senior picture where I was like, yeah, <laughs> I, I like, should put it on the blog. I was like, Mom, yeah, I have to take this oh, with me. Oh, it's so bad. And I look like a dummy. I look so stupid. And also, too, as I entered into college, another small town college, I had, you know, I don't even know where I got it from. It was a crappy old cowboy hat. And for that first year, I would sometimes throw it on. And there was a couple of photos of me wearing a cowboy hat. And I looked ridiculous, you know? It is really funny, though, because I did buy a Corona hat in your small town. Yeah, I know. But (laughs) it wasn't a cowboy hat, to be fair. So, you know, you didn't completely submerge yourself into a small townery. I'm going to come back. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) next time. All right, so that was just a little side note. But um, we also got a comment, uh, several comments from the um, post I made about our last episode and People were talking about having a headache after the swing wing because they kept watching oh my God. the video. Get the, the thing gets stuck in your head, but it's like, oh, it's so painful to watch. Um, also, someone commented on the toy one about, um, I didn't know, I, I was looking this up. So we talked about some of the weirdest inappropriate toys, right? right? Someone said, how about the LOL doll that had suspenders and bra appear when immersed in water? And so oh I was my like, God, it's so right, weird. right. So I just looked this up because I was curious what they meant. And it's very confusing for me. And I've done no research on this. I'm just basing this on the pictures that I'm seeing. But LOL dolls are like, uh, they're not quite Barbie dolls. They're not quite babies. I don't know if you've seen them. It's like generic brand of the Barbie. No, it's not that. They're very popular, but they're they're almost like brat dolls, but they're more baby doll-ish. More bratty. Kind mm. of. Yeah. But what's weird, and I will show you, it's fucking weird. I, I thought, honestly, this person maybe was being too sensitive. And my first thought was, well, you know, when I was a kid, I always took my Barbie doll clothes off. So maybe the people were thinking, well, if you take these dolls off, we just put the water changes it to where they have underwear on. And I was like, that's no big deal. Mm-hmm. It just covers up their private parts. No. 
These fucking dolls, when you put them underwater, look at this picture. It's lingerie. Oh. <laughs> you see what my I'm saying? God. It's fucking weird. <laughs> that is not great. So nope. it, Yeah. So it's very. I don't like that doll. No, me neither. Strange. It's like a naked doll that you yeah. have. Yeah. Almost like a baby body. Not like a Barbie doll body, like a baby that's doll. That's the thing. If it looked like a swimsuit, I'm like, ah, but that yeah, looks that's like what lingerie. I thought. It was going to be. This is like straps and lace, and there's like nipples that appear. It's fucking weird, and I don't like it. Yeah. So. Not a fan. Man. Well, yeah. Thanks for uh, bringing that to our. Attention. <laughs> yeah, I love you both. We're oh, like horrified. Shit. Um, and then another little thing that we did recently that um, on our Instagram story was I had wrote I'd written a tweet and here's the tweet. Anybody else remember the moment when you had to create a grown up email address for yourself because the smiles with a Z for you at Hotmail you created at 11 didn't seem like the right account to send a resume, right? Mm. We can relate to that. <laughs> okay. But what was crazy was that so many people were messaging us about some of the worst emails they've sent, <laughs> seen that were like from business situations. Like this one woman said, um, how about bang your mom 69, <laughs> which is a real email address I've taken from patients when I worked in a retail pharmacy. There was also Satan bumhole worshiper 420, <laughs> which sounds like some shit Adam would do to be yeah, funny. I mean, you'd be surprised even mm. in as a recent uh, at my job That's at Pepper Boxing. Like, You've seen some stuff. You know, I literally would be like, hey, because we would get our people from Indeed.com and it would be like yeah. an encrypted email. And I'm like, hey. Actually, email me from like, your email address, yeah. so I've got a direct line of contact to you. And it would be like Big Bootylicious Queen. You know, I'm <laughs> right. like, I'm like, that's what you chose, Big yes. Bootylicious Queen. And this woman, um, she is a high school teacher, and a parent sent her an email from Sexy Kitten sixty nine. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, yeah, of course. Uh, um, and then this was just cute. It was more like a, I changed my email from French fry to whatever. So we got a lot of cool email addresses, but that. Here's the thing. If I was a manager or anybody in a position like you have been where yeah. people email me, the first thing I'm going to say is if you are too lazy or so out of touch that it doesn't occur to you that you should have a, a professional sounding email, I'm not hiring you. <laughs> like, I mean, that's basic stuff. I'm, I don't yeah. trust you to work in this business if you can't even like have a, they're free. Come on, yeah. you know, go to, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not expensive or hard to come up with a, yeah, if you're leave like, that for your private account. If you're yeah. like big, Dick Ben, you could just be Big Ben. I know. I <laughs> no, 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 that's just be Ben. To the truth, honestly, working at T-Mobile, people use their emails for oh, accounts and true. stuff, I and I've seen see some shit. weird ones. I, what of them I was thinking of? I, I don't remember the exact one, but it was like a, along the lines of like maximum D. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> some grandpa, and, and like, I have yeah, to yeah. enter this into yeah. the system. So I'm yeah. just like, okay, uh, just to make sure I'm spelling this right, sir. It's maximum D, um, which. You have mentioned too, and so this is, should be a warning to everyone who's uh, taking their phone in. You know, other people are going to be looking at your phones and things, man. Just like be yeah, respectful. I can tell you some stories. I'm not going I, to, but I, I could. Yeah, I bet you've seen some crazy shit on people's phones. Anyway, that's what I've got for comments today. I guess now you need to decide a winner. I guess so. I have oh, to decide a winner. Yeah, should uh, we remind you? Yeah, let's uh, give me some reminders because these were insane. <laughs> they were insane. So my crazy competitions. Extreme irony. <laughs> <laughs> Without actually ironing, but go ahead. Chess boxing. Crazy. Bee wearing or bee bearding. And uh, last but not least, uh, El Colacho. <laughs> Baby jumping. <laughs> yeah, so I had the food fight, which is really just like murdering each other with oranges, <laughs> as well as the the orange race where you had to like try to kick <laughs> the ball. Um, and then I had the... Um, the toe wrestling, naturally. Mm -hmm. uh, the cell phone throwing and... 
my favorite. My favorite. My favorite. <laughs> From the grits queen the grits. herself. <laughs> Diving into some grits. Damn. Get it. Making okay. your family proud. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. All right, Adam. It's time, man. You've uh, heard some wacky shit today, man. heard some wacky shit today. And I'll be honest with you. I'm so biased. I got to give it to Jen. Oh, that's two weeks in a row. Oh, man. This has never happened. I don't think this has ever happened in the history of the show, ever. What was the thing that got it? I mean, first of all, the toe wrestling was... I mean, I hate feet, but toe wrestling, <laughs> the idea of it just really got me. But the grits, honestly, the whole grits competition, I don't know what it is about it, but I just... I want to see it, and I want to be a part of it. Well, that's what it was. It's the potential to actually go to it, I guess. Uh, all right. Still, though, uh, I'm going to need I mean, the listening audience to come through for me on this one. I'll all do right. it. I will do a poll. Yeah. And see. I, I need you to come through. Sorry, Adam. Not sorry. You're the worst. I'm excited. This is fantastic. <laughs> Just messing so. with you. It was, still, it was honestly so much bizarre shit. I yeah. thought I had some good ones. I, I Go to the blog, though. No matter who won, even though if it was supposed to be me, it doesn't matter. <laughs> go to the blog. And look at the pictures for this shit because it's it's wild. We don't have enough people going to the blog. I I, I don't know if it's one of those things that you you just take our uh, you take our um, word for it, or maybe it's hard if you're listening on your phone. But if you get a chance, man, I'm telling you, the the pictures that come with the podcast they really like amplify yeah. Yeah. like what we're saying. It just brings it to a whole nother level. So yeah, check so it that's out. at saltymermaidentertainment.com. And then I also post stuff at, um, on our Instagram account at Salty Mermaid ENT. And also, you can check us out on TikTok. One last thing. Um, we are part of this really cool thing. It's called Like It Fest. There is a link in our bio on our Instagram page. But if you have your own podcast or you do anything creative, one-minute videos, vertical videos, uh, short films... Uh, there's all kinds of categories. And really, you should just check it out anyway because you might surprisingly find something in there that works for you. Yeah, and you could submit, and then you um, you get extra exposure. Some of them have like, cash prizes that go up to a thousand dollars. There's um, there's a lot of cool stuff that comes as you know entering. And so the early deadline is coming up at the end of July, and then it does extend to September. But the longer you know you take to submit, the more expensive and the more um, things you give up on the way. So. Go to our Instagram page at Salty ENT and look in the bio and check out Like It Fest. Like It Fest. Yep. Brought to you by Milton Bradley. Mm-hmm. No. Nope. <laughs> Just us. Just no. us. <laughs> yeah. All no, right. it's gonna be great. Seriously, go check it out. It's uh, it's it's one of the biggest little creative festivals out there. We're lucky to be a part of it. It's amazing. Check it out. You might win some cool prizes. Boom. Yep. All right. We'll see y'all next week. Prizes. Bye. Bye, my little bee beardiers. <laughs> beardiers. <laughs> Bye.